Welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you. I am Jason Kong. He is Bill Alexander. He is the expert. And Bill, you're looking rested and relaxed after a, a nice Thanksgiving, I hope. Well, thanks, Jason. It, it really, you know, again, I, Thanksgiving is just a wonderful time to be with family. And I, I do hope that everyone uh, ate too much and enjoyed themselves and that their football team won and uh, all of all of the good joys of of thanksgiving that that's for sure uh now you know being the weekend uh, and we're of course still in a long weekend it's you know i think today is not only a day for football but it's also a day for relaxing that's right it's it's uh, nice to sit back and and think about losing weight. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think I know the answer to this, uh, but do you? did you go out and do some, any shopping yesterday for Black Friday, or do you normally oh, no, sit that out? No, okay. no, no. Um, I'm, I am the world's worst shopper. <laughs> so I don't like to shop. And when I do, uh, I, I go in the store with whatever it is I want to buy, and I come out five minutes later. Yeah. I'm done. I'm I'm a little bit more towards you. I'm uh, I I like to be in and out as quickly as possible. I don't like to dilly dally and yeah. Peruse. I mean, the hard part is figuring out what you want to buy right. in advance. But you know that's that that is the hard part. But you know, heck, we are blessed. Um, you know, the great majority of us. Uh, uh, we have something uh, to be thankful about, sure. Uh, for sure. And uh, sometimes we have to think about that. Well, some of us have to think about that longer than others. But uh, uh, you know, just living in this country is a blessing, quite frankly. And and uh, to the degree that we can enjoy Thanksgiving with our families, that's another. But at this point, um, you know, oftentimes when we get together uh, for Thanksgiving, we do make observations that cause us to pause. In other words, things aren't as good as we thought they would be for our loved ones. And uh, oftentimes it's a, a time of reflection and a time where, you know, we better do something. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, th- that's a really important um Thing to recognize because most families don't have the opportunity to see see each other on a daily or weekly or even monthly basis, and so sometimes we only see uh, our parents or grandparents, um, you know, once a year, twice a year, and so it hits us pretty hard when we sometimes uh, notice changes that have occurred. That it's sort of like, hmm. How do we deal with this? Um, and it can be anything from, you know, dad shouldn't be driving anymore to uh, how is how is mom going to take care of dad or how is dad going to take care of mom or how to take care of themselves? Um, <clears throat> you know, one thing that's universal, and, and this is true for you, it's for, true for me, it's true for our parents, it's true for our grandparents, we all want to stay independent. Sure. We all want to control our lives, our money, our property. We don't want somebody else coming in and interfering with that, right? That's correct. Mm. Well, 
you know, do you think there's ever a toggle that, or a switch that goes off that <laughs> where someone who has believed that and felt that their entire lives think, oh, yeah, uh, not a problem. Come on in. Take over. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. Of course it doesn't. And so the fact of the matter is, is that so the first part of what I have to say would be to the children – of folks who are not doing as well. You know, they're not hearing as well, they're not seeing as well, they're not thinking as well, they're not communicating as well, they might be more frail, they may have a risk of falls. Um, There may need to be an obvious change in how they live and where they live and things like this. But if the children, the folks who, who need to be involved approach it in the wrong manner your loved one's going to throw you out <laughs> and true. they should yeah. <laughs> okay and now, now what do you think the wrong approach might be jason uh i would say coming on maybe a little too strong or yeah uh well what more than that oh man uh, i don't know i don't know what else might well cause that. it's sort of like this um uh, you know if if you come in pointing out the mistakes Mm -hmm. you know dad you let that scammer take advantage of you 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 know you can't manage your property anymore we're just we just need to come in and take over so that we don't have to risk you losing everything you think that would be dad would be receptive to Uh, that no i'd say no no, it's uh, it's uh, almost as bad as dad i gotta take your car keys away right (laughs) it's almost an attack well, exactly. Yeah. It's like the heck you will. Uh, and so the bottom line is this. The only good way to approach someone where changes appear to be needed is to approach in a helpful manner. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by that? Mom, how do I how can I help you stay independent? How can I help you Stay at home where you're safe. How can I help you do this? I mean, bottom line is the the appeal must be how do I help you continue to do what you want, which is to be independent and stay at home, okay? And if you approach it any other way, more than likely you will be thrown out. Right. I mean, because it takes – your loved ones three times longer to come to a realization that they need help. It's just like, how many seniors do you know that need a cane that refuse to use one? A good number. Well, that's the whole point is, yes, they realize that there's some risk Mm -hmm. by not using a a, a, a cane, but it's... You know, it's, I don't want other people to think that I need a cane. Right. You know, I'm still independent. I can still walk. I'm, I'm not necessarily going to fall if I don't have a cane, even though it's twice as safe to have one. <laughs> uh, the point is, is that seniors don't want to think of them get, themselves getting older, getting frail, losing their balance, needing even their own assistance. You know, not people assistance, but canes and walkers and wheelchairs and things like that we fight that 
Yeah. And you'll fight it too. Of course. I mean, it's what I'm getting at. It's a good thing that people fight that and to stay independent. But it's also a negative. You mm-hmm. know, it cuts both ways. Seniors should start using a cane before they really need it. I mean, because if they can prevent a fall, you know, a lot of folks don't realize it, but falling, um, a serious fall, is uh, probably the worst thing that can happen to a senior. Yeah. Because that's when they hit their head. That's mm-hmm. when they uh, break a hip or break a wrist or, you know, have something where they will be truly out of it and need some real rehab and real help for a longer period of time. And, and actually falling and hitting uh, your head sometimes can be the beginning of the end for a lot of seniors. So uh, preventing falls is one of the most important things uh, that seniors need to uh, do for themselves. And the, okay, so now you're a family member and you see that your mom or dad they're becoming more frail. They're refusing to use their cane, uh, if or they don't even have a cane, or mm-hmm. they're ref- or they are using a cane, but they really need a walker. <laughs> okay, that's the next step down that chain of events, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, guess what? They don't want to use a walker either. That's really <laughs> saying I'm getting old. Okay. Right. Um, uh, so what can you do? Well, if you can't do anything else. Take the carpets up, you know, put mm-hmm. handrails around the house, grab uh, bars, make the house safer yeah. to walk around in. You, you know, we do that for infants. You know, we put those little plugs in the electric outlets and we take things off the tables where they can't find them and stick them in their mouth. And, mm-hmm. you know, we protect infants, right? That's right. Well, we need to protect seniors the same way. Certainly I mean, do. there are things that you can do to uh, make a home much more safer for a senior to live in. Decluttering. I mean, you do mm-hmm. decluttering for an infant, do it for a senior. Um, you know, sometimes it's uh, a matter of purchasing a, a, a lift chair uh, mm-hmm. to help them get up out of their favorite chair, you know, that sort of thing. Sometimes, but decluttering, getting carpets, uh, uh, particularly throw rugs and things like that off of the floor, um, you know, because those are things that they can catch their foot on, which right. causes a fall. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, all of us are spastic a little bit, and you don't have to be a senior. I mean, how many of us, uh, you know, in our prime, fell down? Right. Of course. <laughs> okay. You know, we trip on things. We, you know, you don't have to be a senior to have a risk of falls, but seniors are at a greater risk of falls, and the more frail someone is the greater the risk. So there are things that we can do. Um, Now, those are physical things. Uh, You know, another thing that a lot of folks don't realize, because there's many, many, many exceptions to the rule, but uh, the the Attorney General, their Consumer Protection uh, Division, calls it the new rule of 78. What do you think that is? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know what that would be. It's 
because those folks who are 78 plus are those who are at the greatest risk of scams. That makes sense. Now, Jason, I'll ask you this. Do you think your family, being a young family, is at risk of scams? Uh, not at great risk. At some oh, baloney. Risk, but you are, too. You get really? scam threats all the time. You may not know it, but you do. But those folks who are older, guess what? They are targeted yep. in a big way. And that's why the Attorney General, uh, and the Attorney General actually has a uh, link on their website about scams. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another thing that families can do for their loved ones, and that is to look up that website. They also have it in print, but you can go online and see, okay, what are the scams that are going on right now against seniors, and talk about it. You know, Talk about it this weekend. Um, because knowledge is power, right? That's right. So if a senior who's still lucid has heard about how these scams work, guess what? They're far less likely to uh, be able to um, be successful at the scams. But when the, why is it the rule of 78? It's because when people get to that age – for most people, with lots of exceptions, but for most people, our brain processing slows down. It's sort of like having an old computer. Right. If you have a computer that's 10 years old, does it process as fast as the new ones? Nope. Programs enhance and get bigger and stronger, and it gets a lot harder yeah, to process I all you'd that know information. About that. But the bottom line <laughs> is, as people, we're sort of the same way. As we get older, particularly in that 80-ish category Mm -hmm. our brain just slows down and it's not that we don't have plenty of brain cells left it's just that the processor is slowing down not for everyone you know i don't want to imply that mama is losing it right but the bottom line is we do slow down our processing that makes us more susceptible to scams uh and about 10 percent of seniors uh, who are living alone and trying to live independently, guess what they might have that's not a good thing? Uh, maybe a landline? No. Okay. Boy, you are just way off the I am. I'm too much turkey. Uh, well, yeah, that might be what it is. It's your processing is just <laughs> off. But about 10% of seniors um, who are living alone, trying to be independent, actually have early dementia. Ah, okay. Now, the other thing that we have in older age is, do you think seniors see better than young people? I'd say no. Do you think they hear better than young people? Uh, Again, a no. Well, sometimes it gets worse, and oftentimes it gets worse as we uh, get older. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, I'm not talking about the men out there who intentionally don't hear what their wives have to say. Okay, (laughs) my wife accuses me of that. Um, you know, it, it, that, now that it, um, uh, type of, of hearing loss um, is, is a different category. But there are lots and lots of folks who have actual hearing loss. And, and truthfully, any, any man or woman who served in the military, I guarantee you, uh, they have hearing loss uh, from their military service. And, and anyone who served in certain uh, groups, you know, armor, uh, you know, 
infantrymen, uh, artillery, mm-hmm. you know, or, or Navy ships where there are guns or, um, you know, aircraft carriers or, uh, you know, working on the flight line. Uh, those are noisy places and <clears throat> they create hearing loss. And, uh, and particularly back in the day when I was young and in the military, uh, the hearing protection was not um, uh, pushed, if you will. They're, right. they're a little better at pushing hearing protection today, but mm-hmm. but uh, not that much. And then sometimes it doesn't matter how much protection you got, you know, you still have losses there. Um, but the bottom line is, is that, okay, let's say that you are the family member. Well, you might talk about cutting off your credit through the three credit bureaus, you know, because bottom line is that cuts off scammers, mm-hmm. um, you know, making sure you're on the do not call list, talking about not answering calls or emails from unknown sources. Um, you know, there are a lot of protective things that you can put in place that can actually help. So what I'm really getting at is the more you do to help a, uh, a parent or grandparent stay independent and stay um, uh, in their home if that's what they want to do because uh, it has to do with what they want, not what you want, you know. And, and, uh, and I know we have to take a break. So anyway, when, when we come back, we'll keep down this track and talk about some of the things that you might do to help your loved ones. We'll do just that. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. I am Jason Kong. We are uh, here on this Thanksgiving weekend and Bill, uh, as as we were discussing a little bit during the break, that this is a this is a great time to go ahead and, and start making some plans. If you've been putting it off, New Year's right around the corner. Go ahead and do that. And I can't think of a better way to to start getting the ball rolling than by attending one of your free seminars, which you have every second Wednesday of the month. Well, I, I, actually, I appreciate you saying that because this time of year is a time when we recognize that we need more information, we need to make some changes, mm-hmm. or we are going down that path. And, of course, our seminar is different than what most people are doing out there. What we're trying to do is to educate folks on what's out there for long-term care. In other words, what program what government programs are out there that can help families pay for long-term care how to become eligible for those programs how to protect your assets which is extremely important and receive those benefit programs that's what our seminar is all about um and so it's about how do you get medicaid how do you get on the pace program how do you get va benefits uh, for long-term care costs Uh, we do all of those things and we talk about all of those programs how to get eligible what are the rules we try to separate fact from fiction because the truth is there are very few folks out in the public professionals whether they're lawyers accountants financial advisors or 
social workers, even those who work in the industry, most people do not know the rules. Mm -hmm. The rules are pretty complex. So the more information you have, the better the decision you can make. Um, And getting in front of it is far better than waiting until the crisis occurs and then, okay, I guess I better do it now because I'm really in crisis, and if we don't do something, we're going to lose all our money. Um, It's much, much better to be well in front of it. And I'll give you a little secret. Almost everyone, if they're over 70 years old, they don't have the correct general durable power of attorney. That's a financial or business Uh, power of attorney where you've chosen someone as an agent. It's normally your spouse or a child that's trusted to be able to manage things for you at the point where you can't do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a just-in-case document, but all of us, there, I will say that the great majority of us will need, the family will need to use that document at some point. And to the surprise of, of most people, a general durable power of attorney does not allow the agent to do anything or everything they want to do in about 99% of the cases. Now, for those seniors who want to be able to get government assistance and protect their assets, having a really robust general power of attorney is a very important part of that secret. Um, And the truth is, there are only a few people that have a document like that. Hmm. 99% of the time when I review a power of attorney for a family, it's it's almost always you need another one. You need a different one, one that's more powerful. And so if you have a person you can trust to always do what's in your best interest – then we need to give them more authority than what you've given them here. Most powers of attorney are simply transactional documents. You can go sign that that piece of paper to sell the vehicle or to sell the house or to uh, sell something else. But that doesn't <laughs> – selling it is not the same thing as protecting it mm-hmm. uh, or becoming eligible for government assistance programs. Um, you need a much more powerful power of attorney to do that. So that's just one aspect of understanding how to get in front of, uh, of a financial crisis due to long-term care expenses. No one expects to have to pay out five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 or more per month because you need assistance. You know, there's there's been a big health care debate in this country uh, for the last uh, two or three years or longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, you know, get rid of it, keep it. You know, some of the good things, some of the bad things, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter what you think. The problem with the health industry or the health insurance and Medicare is it doesn't cover chronic illness. It doesn't cover long-term care needs, which for seniors is their most uh, critical risk or financial risk. It'll blow a retirement plan in a heartbeat. Uh, It'll impoverish people if they don't know where to go for help. Um, But your health insurance and Medicare doesn't cover it. It's, you know, our health care system is what is called an acute 
healthcare system. You, you know, in, in other words, if you have, it'll cover you for healthy office visits. It'll cover you if you get sick and you need some medicine. It'll cover you if you have a heart attack and go to the hospital. Um, it'll even cover a lot of the the needs for cancer treatment and things like that. Those are acute issues, but chronic issues like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and frailty mm -hmm. and the need for somebody to help you dress or to eat or to go to the bathroom or to take a shower, those aren't covered by your health insurance or Medicare. And for most people, it's a private pay, out-of-pocket expense unless you know how to get help. And that's what our seminars are all about. Yeah, and that's a great opportunity. And if you want to find some more information, you can head on over to WGALaw.com. Plenty of information there. You can register as well and uh, get on that. It's it's a great way to get prepared for the new year. You can also continue to listen to us every Saturday morning at 11. And we'll, we'll certainly tell you about all this, the seminars coming up and how you can get involved. We've got one coming up next month. So, uh, again, you can go to WGALaw.com or catch us here every Saturday at 11 on Asset Protection. Today, a quick break and back. You're listening to News Radio 680 WPTF. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. I am Jason Kong, and we're talking all about Bill as sort of getting your financial house in order and the uh, I guess the concerns that you may have with family and growing older and uh, man, you've uh, you've put some good ideas into my head so far, Bill. So I, I appreciate that. But uh, there's just a lot to consider uh, as you age and as your family members age uh, to, to one help them remain independent, but two keep their best interests in, in mind. Well, that's true. I, you know, the next thing I want to talk about, uh, and I want to go back to how you help your parents, but just something fun is the fact that age is relative you know that's it's true like everybody's different so jason how old are you now i am uh, the whopping age of 32 all right when was your birthday uh, it's in may okay so the bottom line is this and this is just fun you know if you were five instead of 32 you would have probably said I'm 32 and a half. Right. <laughs> I, I'm keeping that half out as long as I can. Well, exactly. As we get older, we don't, you know, we, we, we like the concept of the younger feel, and mm -hmm. we're not going to admit that we're older. But when you're young, you actually want to be a little older. Right. You want to be like your big brother or big sister, or you, you want to get to that magic age where you go to school, or the magic age where you can drive, or the magic age where whatever. Sure. You know, uh, but the bottom line is, is that when we're really young, we want to be older. And when we're older, guess what? <laughs> you want to be younger. There you go. Uh, we, at least we want to feel younger. And, and that's, uh, you know, that's important, pretty important to it. The other thing that's relative about age, which I think is really important, is how old is your child? Uh, he is just over one years, one okay. year old. Well, he's probably not old enough to really think about it at this point. But if he were five and a half, you know what he would think about his dad? What's that? You're an old fart. <laughs> You're really old. Uh -huh. Ancient. Ancient. You know, even though you would only be 37 and a half. Right. Okay. So the, <coughs> the bottom line is, is that um, – you know, again, age is relative. And 
Do you think you feel old because you're 70? Not necessarily. Well, some of us do because, mm-hmm. you know, at least in um, at least in my observation, there are a lot of folks who are are 65 or 70 and they act like they're 90. Right. You know, they look like they're they look old, they feel old and they act old like I'm I don't have much time left on this earth. Mm-hmm. And there are other there there're plenty of 90 years olds that act like they're 65. Right. You know, they look young, they feel young, they act young. And in all respects, they are young. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Well, here's something else. This might surprise you. Did you? Do you think that Nobel Prize winners might be just brilliant people? Sure. Okay. Well, did you know that this year, 2017, that nine out of ten Nobel Prize winners were over the age of 70? Wow. And the one that didn't make it to 70 was 68. (laughs) I mean, really, uh, 81, 75, 77, 72, 72, 73, 72, 77, 85, and 68. That's incredible. Nine out of ten. Yeah. So the bottom line is there are plenty of folks who are over 70 – that have not lost it. Yeah. No no excuses. No excuses. So what I'm getting at is it's not about age. Mm-hmm. It might be because guess what? As we age, it is more likely than not that we will have more problems than not, right? I mean, sure. ask anybody who's 65 or 70 years old if they can physically – do what they did 25 years earlier? Mm -hmm. And the answer is consistently, are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) And as we get a little bit older, then, you know, exponentially that that goes up. Um, But that does not mean in any way, shape, or form that we don't think of ourselves the way we thought of ourselves 20 years earlier, i.e., we're still – good enough to be independent, in control, and that's something that takes a long time for us to even ponder about, well, maybe I don't have everything I used to have upstairs, and maybe I do need a little help. And it's it's always nice when the parent or grandparent is the one who recognizes and proactively seeks help from the child. But again, it has everything to do with the attitude of the child rather than and by child I'm talking about people who are 50 and 60 years old <laughs> right it's the attitude of the child that really makes a difference in whether a parent or grandparent is comfortable in saying you know I re- really want to turn some of the things over to you either because I'm tired of doing it or because I'm messing up. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, you know, so again, it's that approach that you take. Because if the parent thinks, okay, my son or daughter will help me stay independent, will help me stay in control, then again, it's far more likely that they will turn to you for assistance than somebody that, ah, I got to take over. <laughs> <laughs> 
and uh, we're going to put you away as soon as we can. I mean, that's a fear. You know, Absolutely. We don't want to go to a nursing home. We don't want to lose control. Although I will also say this, for, for a, while I never recommend uh, folks being removed from their community, you know, oftentimes children live two or three hours, sometimes days away from their parent, and the child thinks, well, my only option is to have mom move in with us or dad move in with us. And that should be a last resort, and only if mom or dad, that that's what they want to do. Because you take a senior out of the community where they've lived their entire life, you're taking their community away from them. You're taking them away from their church, their friends, mm-hmm. their neighbors, people who've, who have been there for them. You know, you haven't been around in years, right? and they still have a life, whether you think it or not. And so being able to stay in a community for most people is extremely helpful. And, and now there are exceptions to the rules, uh, and those folks will normally acknowledge that. But um, but for most people, staying in their community is a positive. And the other thing a lot of folks don't realize is that if there is an independent living community, um, oftentimes that is a great alternative for people who are single or their widows or widowers. Uh, because it offers them at a fairly low cost a safe environment, uh, one where their lifestyle is easier. Somebody's Mm -hmm. preparing most of their meals for them. Uh, They're cleaning up their apartment. They're changing the bed for them, giving them fresh towels. But they're still independent. They can go and do what they wish. They can still live their life similar to the way they've had it all along. That tends to extend people and keep them out of assisted living, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. um, and can give them a much better lifestyle for a number of years. So it's something for them to consider. Yeah, that's, uh, an, again, another good point from Bill. He's been full of them today. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, you are listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate everyone joining us. A reminder that you can find more information at WGALaw.com if you're interested in attending one of Bill's free seminars. And you can also catch him tomorrow morning at 830 on the CW22 with Money Secrets, the television program that you do every Sunday morning. Bill, it's a good chance for people to get some good financial tips. Well, I, I appreciate you mentioning that. And, and since uh, you, you mentioned money secrets, um, let me mention one. Okay, okay? very good. And um, it, it's, uh, I guess you could call it a scam alert. Okay. Um, but it, and this is one that gets all of us in one form or fashion. And it, it's real simple it's the high cost of free. Hmm. Okay. In other words, it's a huge marketing tool, whether it's a scam or not. Okay. And it's also related to many of the scams that are out there, uh, whether the scam comes by telephone or email or uh, print advertisement. 
guess what half of them say? Free. That's free right. this. Free that. You know, have a free consult. Uh, have um, Get a free magazine. Get a free whatever, you, you know. And, and um, I'm not talking about, you know, buy one, get one. Um, you know, those kind of things. That's just a sale. Um, but the power of the word free catches most people's attention. And people who teach marketing will will tell you, put that word out there and people will come. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can convince them to go in this. You know, my seminar is free. Okay. Well, in other words, you don't pay for it. Um, it, you know, I'd like to think that my seminar is not a scam. It really is educational, and it's really important for folks to to hear that because it's one of the few places that they can get accurate information. But the power of the word is still there, free. It does not cost you anything other than your time or inclination. But most free things have a huge asterisk. Free for three months, free for 30 days, free for this, free for that. And if you sign up, then you're on the hook. They Oftentimes they have your credit card. It's really hard to get it stopped. My wife is still on me about that where I signed up for something. So it happens to all of us. Okay. But the bottom line is, is that once you're on the hook, oftentimes it's really hard to get off that hook. Right. Um, and it starts with something that seems like a good deal. I'd like to try this. Well, the truth is is that most people should run away <laughs> from most of these offers um, because uh, the truth is they all come with a hook. And um, th- that's a real negative. And so uh, and the, here's, here's the other th- sad part is that the folks who are older, or you could say losing it a little bit, Mm -hmm. are far more susceptible to uh, free than you are, Jason, as a young person, educated, you know, you know what's out there. The bottom line is, is you pay, you know, you get what you pay for. Right. And free is typically not a great deal. In fact, and sometimes it's a horrible situation that you put yourself into. So you really have to educate yourself and your parents and your grandparents to stay away from free. I mean, in other words, be skeptical um, as it relates to anything that is free. Now we still want folks to come to our seminar. Yeah, yeah. But, well, but that's a different uh, that's a different kind of a free. That's that's a situation where it's educational. You can assess the information on your own. There's nothing to buy. Right. You know, although a lot of the quote free seminars out there, particularly the ones where they feed you, there's a hook and right. they want you to buy. They're going to sell something. They you know, high pressure. It's a high-pressure sales technique. Um, just think about all of the the um, uh, timeshares that <laughs> yeah. are out there. Oh, we give you a free vacation if you come. All you got to do is is listen to our 
proposal mm-hmm. to purchase one of these things that you're going to love. Uh, and how many people regret that? Uh, that's not a free vacation. They've got you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and it sounds good, but you're generally throwing your money away. And sometimes you're throwing your money away for years. So it's uh, how easy – well, I'll ask you this. How easy is it to sell a timeshare? Uh, considering that uh, I own one with my two sisters, it's nearly impossible to, to well, sell a Well, and <clears throat> exactly. In fact, there are a lot of folks that have to pay someone else to take a timeshare yep. off, off of themselves. And so, you know, <clears throat> that can be a tough – you know, situation. Oh, but it started me. out free, didn't it? Well, we we actually inherited this, <laughs> well, and that was you, that was you. not a, a yeah. fun experience. I'm sure you didn't particularly like the idea of inheriting it. No, either. I did not, because you're inheriting a liability. So that's right. Yeah, I I get that. Um, I know we don't have much time, but the the other thing that can be free is uh, how to choose a assisted living or nursing. There are a lot of agencies or some agencies out there that will assist you in placing a loved one in a facility, whether it's a nursing home or in many cases it's assisted living. Well, guess what? Do you think well, here's the thing that folks really need to know about those quote free services that while many of the folks who work in that industry are very professional and very legitimate, how are they paid? Hmm. They're basically not paid by you. It's free to you. But when you choose a facility that they've recommended, they get paid by that facility. I mean, you can call it a kickback or whatever you want to. But in other words, the facility pays them. So this is where you just use your common sense. Do you think that they might be more likely to recommend a place where they get a really good kickback or a really good payment versus a place that doesn't pay them anything at all? Yeah, you're getting pushed towards the kickback. Well, it's you could call it a conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm not trying to impugn the integrity of, of the folks because there are a lot of good ones that really do a good job. But you have to understand that they get paid based upon where you to choose to go based on their recommendation. And, and that is a very powerful incentive for them to um, uh, suggest that you go to a place that gives them a really good payment. Um, even though their services are, quote, free. Now, at least in my experience, oftentimes the folks that are the places that are less expensive to you that don't give a, a, a boot to these referral agencies, guess what? They're less expensive. <laughs> and they might be just as high quality or better mm-hmm. than one that's more expensive because that, <clears throat> you know, that varies a whole lot. And so the bottom line is is that you're wise to do your homework about all of the places out there. And while I don't really have time to go into it today, and maybe it's a topic that I need to take up, is how do you find a place? What are the things that you look for, whether it's a nursing home or assisted living or an independent living uh, community, you know, what do you look for? How do you look? What What are the differences and what makes them 
what makes one better for you than another. And, of course, geography always makes a difference. It's nice if your loved one can live close. The closer to you, the better. That's right. Um, but sometimes you have to give up some things in order to, to have someone closer to you. And so there's some give and takes in that decision-making as well. Yeah, that definitely. And I, I think that would be a fun future program if we went over that. Something to kick around later. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF, you're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. And Bill, I uh, want to thank everyone again for listening and enjoying us on this holiday weekend. We well, really appreciate it. We want everyone to have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. And, and of course, I want folks to ignore my advice and sign up for my free seminar <laughs> the second Wednesday of December. And uh, so anyway, I think that folks will be very pleased if, if they come, uh, but not to ignore my advice as it relates to most free offers. That's right. Just do your research. If you research Bill, you'll find out ah, he's, he's pretty good. He knows a thing or two. And uh, if not, hey, you can just ask me and I'll, I'll give you the real scoop on Bill. He's, he's a great guy. But thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'll be back again next Saturday at 11. You've been listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF.